0: oh what's going on everybody welcome to episode 612 of floor wrestling radio live kyle bradke joined as always by ben Askren. what's going on ben
1: as always because i show up to work this guy christian piles he doesn't (laughs) show up to work enough it's embarrassing, Christian. Missing too many days. We might, we might have to cut your damn pay.
0: <laughs> you are you always here, no matter what it, what the, what the temperature is outside, no matter how much snow or ice is on the ground. Christian, as we yeah. talked about yesterday, was going to try to drive across the country. I think he realized that it was not going as much as he wanted to be back today. He it wasn't going to happen. He was
1: going to do twenty hours straight and show up today. Come on, man.
0: Yeah. So he – this is funny. He actually – they were going to go down through Atlanta and then cut across, like, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, thinking that would be a little bit safer path um, given. uh, Right. So anyways, J.D. was in Iowa at Captain's Cup, and all those guys were stranded there. But J.D. was able to get on a flight to Atlanta, and he thought getting to Austin from Atlanta would be easier or he would be able to do it. Well, the problem is it wasn't Iowa. It was it's it's Austin's airport that you can't get into right now. So he still can't get in. So so they were going to be going through Atlanta anyway. So they picked JD Rader up and Tyler Whoa. Tyler our producer's back. We'll get to him in a second. But uh, if you want to go ahead and pull that picture up, uh, Tyler, they pick JD up and they <laughs> throw him in the back with the kids. Classic. <laughs> And now he's just the creepy guy in the back uh with the mustache but so i'm sure he'll be having fun with uh caleb and natalie i'll i'll, I'll trip long and i think their goal is to get to baton rouge louisiana today and then finish out tomorrow so it'll just be me and ben the rest of the week it's gonna be awesome Jeez, christian ditching the whole week um
1: you know what i wanted to flip out on you on you uh texas people because, you know, I was feeling semi-bad for you for like a day or two. And then it was, it's going to be 70 degrees next week. Kyle. I know. <laughs> it hasn't been above – it hasn't been double digits for freaking two weeks in Wisconsin. I got to plow my driveway every other day. It's It's been ridiculous up here. You guys get one snow when you want the nation to cry for you.
0: Well, <laughs> we don't want the nation to cry for us. Uh I mean all the people on this show, you know, me, uh Christian Tyler, producers in New englander he they're all we're all very used to these conditions, but the problem is the state of Texas is not and is not prepared for things like this to happen. Um But, so, but
1: Kyle, the great thing is it's going to be 70 next week. All you have to do is stay in your house, shut up for a few days. The snow will melt itself. It's going to be 70 degrees.
0: Well, what about, what about the people that don't have power? Our producer, Tyler, he's, uh, he's staying on a friend's couch right now because they don't have power. He,
1: he, should, he should probably cuddle up with his friend. Get <laughs> warm.
0: I know. Like, hi- hibernating bears or something. <laughs> we took in uh, another flow family, Colby Paxson. Did a lot of flow football stuff with them. They don't have power, so we took them in. Um, but hopefully, hopefully everyone gets power back. Soon, and we can return to our seventy-degree days and our normal FRL cast. So um, I, I did. I did. Check, where...
1: I checked out your weather just to. So it's seventy next week. But listen, let me tell you this. I don't know if you guys know this because it doesn't happen very often down there. But snow melts when it gets above thirty-two degrees. So you're in right. luck because tomorrow, today's thirty-four. Tomorrow's thirty-six. The next day's forty-one and forty-eight, and eventually all the way up to seventy. So your snow will be gone soon enough. Your snow will have lasted a whole. I don't know, five days or so. I mean, we've had snow in the yeah. ground for—I don't want to say five months, but it feels like it feels like <laughs> five months at this point. So the Midwest, the Midwest—we don't whine for you. We just think you're soft.
0: All right, that's fair. I mean, the majority of the people down here are soft. So there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the native Texans, the native Texans are soft. Um, absolutely all uh, right there, there's honestly not a ton to talk about uh i don't know where you want to start there were Wait, there well, was some two
1: that seems like something important up. oh minneapolis there you go i knew i knew it was someone i had heard from recently minneapolis area code
0: Who are you talking to in minneapolis gable I have-
1: uh, you know what? I, I don't think I've ever connected with Gable. <laughs> yeah. He's tweeted me a few times. So I don't think I've ever connected with him. Um, I don't think it was something about business or something like that. I, I don't recall. It you two,
0: you two would be electric together.
1: I could be as, listen, when he goes, you know, I'm just gonna put it out right here. Cause I've done other things for Gable on FRL. Gable, if you go to WWE, which I think is likely, mm-hmm. I will be yeah. your, in ring manager. Do you guys remember do you watch WWE when you were a kid and the, you know there was the like scummy Not- manager that was outside the ring and there was the one guy that had the megaphone and he would hit people with the megaphone and they weren't <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I
0: wasn't like super into it, but I know like the characters you're talking about. You'd be good at that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I could do that. Just stand out there and taunt people and then Gable goes in there and freaking <laughs> smashes them.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. We could do that. Oh, you'd be good at it. Um I don't know. Maybe hey, let's oh- start with Wait, I got, Go I see one, there's
1: one piece of news that I saw last night and I want, I want you to, you know, I always read my Twitter and I think they're relatively reliable sources, but I, I feel like you guys um, always can fact check me. So I read that University of Iowa is seriously considering adding oh, a yeah. women's wrestling program. I thought that was really cool. You're. Is that is mm-hmm. that, you're, so you're saying that's true?
0: Yeah, um, Gary Barta, their athletic director, He's the one that said that, so that's coming straight from the horse's mouth. Right. Um, nice. You remember they dropped a few programs, I think men's and women's swimming, but they're reinstating women's swimming because I think they were title they they'd be like violating Title Nine, and so I think they got in some hot water with that. But so women's swimming is coming back. But then he also confirmed that they are considering adding women's wrestling. Um, oh. I didn't read the full article but it sounds like it's something that they've been talking about and trying to figure out the logistics of. I don't know how easy it would be right now especially if they're dropping programs and uh, you're in the middle of a pandemic and Big 10 is not allowing any fans so they're not even like some schools cuz basketball season is going on right now in some schools you have between like 1000 to like 4 to 5000 people in the arena. Uh, depending on where you're at in the country and uh, there's nothing in the big 10 arena so they're not getting any gate from that any kind of revenue from that so i can't imagine that the finances are fantastic right now but it sounds like that's something they really want to do when when they can
1: yeah that would be a tremendous and i mean for what it's worth uh women's wrestling when you already have a male wrestling program has got to be the cheapest ad in the history of the sport i mean You could probably have a lot of coaches that cross over, um, Mm -hmm. you know, like that would help coach both programs, especially those younger coaches who uh, aren't maybe involved as much in the day-to-day logistics, you know, and doing all the paperwork. But like as far as running the practices, doing the small group sessions, that type of stuff, you, you can use the same coaches for both programs. You obviously have 24 hours in a day um and probably at most the men's wrestling team would be using the room i don't know two and a half hours maybe three at most right. so you're gonna find you have time you don't have to build any additional facilities whatsoever um yeah i I, th- I think it makes a whole bunch of sense um i i think uh hopefully iowa can be a leader there and then more and more programs can start adding um because that
0: would that'll be so- huge to grow the- yeah. So this is what this is what he said. He said, "quote We have locked. We have looked into women's wrestling for obvious reasons, the history and tra- tradition on the men's side, and then last July, the NCAA recognizing women's wrestling as an emerging sport, with facilities in place and new facilities in the planning stages." Barter recalled that an earlier study put estimated startup and annual cost for the sport at somewhere between seven hundred fifty thousand and one point five million.
1: That seems reasonable.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know being in being in iowa like uh people want to support the wrestling program it feels like they can even probably fundraise that yeah
1: uh well how much didn't they raise something insane for well i thought the wrestling was like 15 million or something
0: uh yeah Uh, i forget what the exact number but it sounds like they were gonna like it was gonna be paid for by private funding
1: Yes. I'm looking at so right a gigantic number. So raising that smaller number, if they've already raised that gigantic number should not be, I don't want to say all that difficult, but it really should. Right. they raised 10, X of that raising another 10% should not be much.
0: So this is from, uh, February 5th, 2020. Um, the university of Iowa received approval from the Iowa board of regents to begin planning a new wrestling facility. Uh, To date, the project had re- received over $9 million in gift commitments, which in part funded a preliminary needs assessment and design plan. So they already have $9 million <laughs> oh. to go towards this facility. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. <laughs> Just raise a little more, baby. They already got
0: $9 million. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that is okay. that is insane.
1: Hey, so um, the next piece of news uh, is something else that I saw last night. Um and I thought you had to wait like a year, Kyle. This this Sablov, Sabalov um, transfer. I thought it once you transferred, I thought it was like a year wait till you could actually compete. But it appears as though he transferred and will be competing almost immediately in the qualifying tournaments.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know how that. I, don't, I we were talking about that yesterday in the chat, and Spay. So was you are supposed to, to wait out, a year. Well, there are supposed to be transfer like things you have to pass through um and i thought i we all thought that there was at least a year or two in between that and yeah uh, but it sounds like he might be able to somehow represent we we hold on we should set up and talk about what it was first so okay because um, he
1: just he just competed in the russian nationals not but a couple months ago
0: right uh ball sabalov um he's world champion uh russian nationals champion he, as Ben just mentioned, was second at Russian Nationals. He actually beat um, Sitikov to make the finals and then lost to the young guy, Samalov. Um, mm-hmm. But it's being reported that he is going to transfer to Serbia, which, I mean, they're absolutely loaded it that way. It's very tough to to make the, make the team in Russia. Um, and the reports make it sound like he'll be able to compete right away, and he'll be at, like, these Olympic – Try, uh, Olympic qualifying weight tournaments to try to wait for Serbia. Now, we like haven't seen Like one month any... now,
1: Like almost right, right away.
0: Yeah, like right away. We haven't seen anything official or had like confirmation from UWW on that or how he's able to. But yeah, there is supposed to be some kind of... Uh, so so Kozak says you only have to wait two years if the country can yeah. test it. I can't imagine Russia just letting this happen. I mean, he literally just beat Sitikov like three months
1: ago. Uh, maybe, maybe he's got some dirt on him or something. I always think when this stuff happens, maybe maybe he's got the goods. But in Russia, they don't let that go easy because they, they might try to, to kill someone over something like that, you know, if you got the dirt on him. So I don't know how they're letting him go. He just wrestled for Russia. Um, he is absolutely a threat to beat whoever, whomever the representative is, he could beat them and it wouldn't really be that much of a shock. And I think this makes the 74 kilogram bracket significantly harder. I've actually, I should scroll over and see what you guys have him ranked. Do you, what do you guys have him ranked on your site right now? I don't know. off Top of my
0: head. Uh, we can go look there real quick.
1: Yeah, because, um, uh, I mean, he's got it. He's absolutely a top 10 guy. I mean, he just beat Sitikov. He
0: beat Karbanovic. He's number two. He's number two. He's number two.
1: Yeah, he's number two. <laughs> I knew he was high. I mean, how are you going to let this man go? What if he beat? What if Serbia beats Russia in the Olympic finals? Come on, man.
0: Man, that is, yep. this so is insane. Crazy. I mean, he's ranked above Jordan Burroughs right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that stinks. I mean another landmine in the bracket. Um
0: yeah. Wow. And this is this, maybe is, guys, this is maybe like the United big... States
1: can contest it.
0: Yeah, you sh- you seriously should be able to as other countries. Um Or, or you know what we can do? We could we... have the
1: loser of Burroughs and Dake go and they could transfer to Canada and represent them so we get both of them in there. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea.
0: Not a bad idea. But we get to count if one if one of them is representing Canada and wins, we we count it as uh, oh yeah an American American medal medal. yeah for sure okay yeah absolutely. I mean Canada. Maybe we could just tell
1: Canada they don't get a team anymore, and our second team is now Canada North. I'm sorry, America North.
0: Yeah, just like Minnesota North. Yeah, North Dakota North. North North Dakota. North North Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Boom. Wow. Yeah, Kozak says he's a 2-1 versus Sitikov. That is insane. Um, That is totally insane. Yeah, I mean. Man.
1: Yeah, I I almost feel like something had to happen. Well, I almost feel like something had to happen because, uh, you know, maybe they told him for sure Zomalov is going to be the representative, but I feel like. You know we don't have we don't have great insight into the Russian selection process for the world team, but at this point, it didn't feel like there was a really, really clear favorite for the team. You know, obviously Zamalov won, but then you have Sitikov, two-time champ, and then Savolov just beat Sitikov, so it's not obvious who their starter is going to be.
0: Yeah, and um, rest restag. If you don't know restag, it's like almost like. The flow wrestling of uh wrestling in dagestan and they made a facebook post uh this is actually from back in january apparently there were uh, rumors of this going down in january and someone asked if it was true that they uh, he was going to transfer to serbia and they just said and this is a translation so it's pretty broken all kinds of talk about the intention i I love it when you read broken translations kyle All kinds of talk about the intentions of the fighters to speak for one country or another. We prefer not to publish such information. We inform about the transitions of fighters only when it can be said about it as fate accompli. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying they're not gonna speak about it until it's like official official. Um Yeah. But it sounds like it sounds like it's happening. That was over a month ago. Yeah. Damn.
1: That's crazy. The bracket just got way tougher at 74. You know, under my proposal, if I got to run it, I I would have four wild cards anyways. Um, And so I think that uh, he probably would get in.
0: So maybe maybe we're moving more towards that system. And th- this is why people think uh, Jordan Burroughs is the GOAT, is because he's beaten all these dudes from other – other countries but they're yeah. russians he's beaten four and five mm-hmm. russians to win world titles to win world medals and uh yes. back in the day they were all under the soviet union flag uh so this is this is if he if he if he wins this well
1: not but hold on not only that so i mean to what you're saying yeah so you know in 96 and before really there was um well, a little earlier than that ussr and there was only one competitor. Now there's right. all these other ones, Uzbekistan, et cetera, et cetera. But then on top of that, on top of that, now we have this transfer system where people are going other places. So not only do you have all of the countries that were in the Soviet Union, but you have all these other people transferring to right? There's some in France. There's some in Serbia. There's some in Italy. They're kind of going all over mm-hmm. the place so they can find a spot at the World Championships. And I think because other people are probably paying them also would be my other guess. Um, so yes. yeah, I mean the field is I mean well, let's just think think about how much deeper the field is when you add one Russian. What if you what if they got to have Zamalov, Sabalov, Sinikov, and Kurbataliev in the field? Right now, now the field. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. I mean to that Go ahead. Yeah, to that point, it's like that's probably why um everyone looks so highly upon oh my god, oh Tbilisi right, when people won that because that had all of these Russians in it. Um, And the amount of Americans that won the Tbilisi, I think, was smaller than the amount of Americans that won the World Championships, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly.
0: And, like, looking at just 74 kilograms alone, and it's like this at pretty much every weight of uh, Kozak's rankings here, there are seven Russians in the top 17. That's, seven, that's insane. Yeah, so crazy. And I don't know, really, you
1: know, when you said that, cause I was gonna look through this, I don't know that any of these other countries in the top 17 are Russians that have transferred. Um, obviously now, um, right? That's not gonna be the case with uh, Sabalov. But if you go to mm-hmm. other weights, uh, I'm, I'm blanking right now. I feel like I need to scroll through and find a few Russians that are wrestling for other teams. Like Shabana in Belarus, like, wasn't he a Russian or no? I'm not sure to be one. honest with you. You know, we need we need Spay on here or Cozette. Uh, we need,
0: or yeah, we need we need one of. Well, the Musakayev, there, guy, yeah. yes, I thought
1: Kayev would be a great example of someone who was a Russian who yep. is now Hungarian. Yep, making the bracket way tougher. Yep.
0: Um. So, we, yeah, good, good luck. Just out. makes. Yeah, seventy-four kilograms was already one of the toughest weights in the world and it, it appears it's gonna get even tougher at the Olympics. Yeah. Um Absolutely any anything else you saw on Twitter last night? I'm glad this week you are seeing everything on Twitter unlike last week when you missed it all and then were shocked on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean you know what, you got you guys got an authentic reaction, so uh you know we did. that's good that we did that. Um no, I, I was I, I saw this you actually put the tweet in here uh wrestling scene hall pirate or wrestling pirate whatever his name is um Mm -hmm. and this is i mean kind of further goes to the stupidity of what they're doing right now but he said the mac did not get credit for ewl they did get credit for emu and odu both uh who who had a significant amount of bids to the tournament and now are no longer in the tournament so um yeah, maybe maybe that's why. And and I, and I think I well, he didn't put it there, but I would think they would have gotten some from Northern Iowa also, who was once upon a time in the MAC within the last five years. So they would have gotten bids from all three of those teams who are no longer in the MAC.
0: Yes, they did get bids from Northern Iowa for the years they were there. Um, so yeah, they they did. And then, like you said, they they got bids for Eastern Michigan and Old Dominion who dropped their programs. They don't they even choose anymore. to sponsor the sport anymore, um, and they did that <laughs> so just because they wanted to. It's yeah, it's BS. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I I've not heard anything about these these allocations changing. I hope that they do. There was still plenty of time to change them. I mean, the plenty of time. recent Most con- uh, yeah. The first conference tournaments aren't until next week, so you got plenty of time to correct your wrong. Let's, let's do it. Let's get this right. Let's get the 33 best guys in the national tournament. Yeah. Uh, I agree totally.
1: Um, now, in Davison done for the season due to pause activities. And I guess this doesn't seem like a big deal because it's Davison and they probably were going to have minimal NCAA qualifiers. But I think this highlights, like, this could happen to – I mean, this just happened to Iowa, you know, meaning they paused, it, right. paused their activities. This happened to Michigan like what if this was uh penn state or another really big time program i mean this is again why i said uh if yeah. i were these big time programs i would i would cut athletes for a month i would say listen don't show up for a month we cannot have extra positive tests so i'm i'm sending you home for a month go do whatever the hell you want but you can't be here
0: yeah it's really scary man uh I- as you said, I mean, Davidson's not going to qualify 10 guys nationals, but it just shows that it, this can happen at any time. And it's, I mean, you can try to limit the guys that are around, but what if it's a coach that tests positive and he knocks out four or five guys uh, for contact yeah. tracing and or just one guy on the team? Um, yeah, it's, it's scary because I don't want this to happen to anyone. I feel really bad for the davidson wrestlers that don't even have their chance to fight for uh an opportunity or allocation to get to the tournament um man it's, it's freaking awful and i no. just hope that this doesn't happen to any other team
1: okay so i know, I know they grilled us uh people were mad that we didn't we, we weren't experts on the qualification procedure but i mean listen
0: who, who yes.
1: could be four <laughs> seven? but here's my question to you and if you don't know it's fine cause i don't know the answer if someone like Dave, someone else, like who's said, a bigger time program, did what Davidson did and said, we're pausing our team activities, and they're going to miss the conference tournament. If their guys had the right amount of matches, they could still qualify for nationals, correct? By an at-large bid.
0: Yes. To right? my understanding, no. yes. Because, yes, I believe so because they're missing for COVID. Like, they're missing the conference yeah. tournament because of COVID. And that's the, uh, you can't just miss your conference tournament because you're hurt. Now, I don't know how they go about like proving that. Like let's say let's say it's one kid on Ohio State's team that gets has uh gets contact traced and he misses the Big Ten tournament by two or three days. Um yes. how do they go about proving that's why he missed the tournament as opposed to just like he was banged up and uh couldn't like wouldn't have been a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta bring your evidence. I
1: don't, you gotta bring your
0: evidence. Just yeah. like
1: just like when you told your sixth grade teacher you didn't do your homework, Kyle. You gotta <laughs> bring some evidence.
0: Right? Uh That's so, Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, as far as far as I understand <laughs> it, if you miss for if you miss for COVID and you have four matches against D one opponents, you get an bid. uh you can get an at- you are eligible to be considered for an at large bid. yes
1: yeah so like if you were to say roll your ankle and you're actually gonna miss it you just need to put an ad out on craigslist that says i need a friend who has a positive corona test right now hang out with them one day your contact traced your ankle injury no longer matters because you missed conference because the contact tracing boom. right boom yeah so
0: you'll bring her in yeah. yeah uh luke while we're on the topic of qualifying stuff luke wise uh Put a good question in the Facebook chat if everything goes chalk at ACC tournament at 165, Thomas Bullard will need an at large and will have a losing record of four and six. Uh, so I guess he's saying, Seriously. like, I if mean, he has a record of four and six, can he get an at large? And I would say, yes, yeah, when you look at his, no, well, I think he could. It's just like, would he be, I think he's asking, no. like, would he be at risk of, of not getting one for having a four and six record?
1: Yeah, listen, I I I don't have the names in front of me, but I've talked to some people about this this year. It's like, dude, if you're the Big Ten, you could go into conference with a like one in five record, and you could be top twenty in the country. That is definitely feasible. And so, if you go into conference with one in five record, and you're you know the eighth best in the conference, you're gonna come out of the conference tournament with a freaking three and eight record. And yes. You should qualify for nationals because you're the twentieth best guy in the bracket.
0: A hundred percent agree. And if you look at if you look at Bullard's resume, he has a loss to Formato, who's top twenty, Jake Keating, who's top fifteen, Monday, who's top fifteen, and Makai Lewis. And then he also has a win over Jay Quinzel. So he's absolutely yeah. he would absolutely get in. And like he's to absolutely ben, to your point, a top twenty guy. Right, a hundred percent agree. And then to what you're talking about the Big Ten, the guy that comes to mind for me uh in that kind of situation is uh Nick Aguilar he's zero and four on the year but he lost to Dylan Raggason Malik Hanselman, Devin Schroeder and Pat McKee all guys who are yes yeah, I mean legit team.
1: that's that's the guy that's the kind of guy I'm talking about um are they gonna have another match before conference or no because I mean legit all those guys are what? probably top 15 right I mean on your site they you are yeah the top 15? yeah okay so, I mean, yep. he could be the 17th best guy in the country and not have a damn win.
0: I know. And he, he would, um, Rutgers does wrestle Maryland this weekend, so he should get in the win column and then he'll have the Big Ten tournament with obviously plenty of chance to knock off a bunch of those guys that he's beaten before. Um, yeah, the lowest ranked but in guy in the, the In is the case six, that he doesn't 16,
1: knock them off, he
0: still deserves a, uh, a bid. I think so too. I would think so too. I think, I think you would have you almost have to like go back and look at what they were last year as well what if because a lot of these guys you're going to be looking at have less than 10 matches of a body of work this season um so i think you you have to
1: okay so look look at this in your top 21 uh so you guys have you guys have nick aguilar at 25 um, in your top 21 wrestlers at 125 pounds, you guys have 12 in the Big Ten. Okay. Yeah. So he's likely gonna win one match against Maryland, but he'll be seated like 13th or something at conference. Um mm-hmm. he can win a lot of matches. He should absolutely go to the NCAA tournament with a record of like two and two and eight, probably somewhere in there. <laughs> Don't don't get offended by that. He should go to the national tournament with the I'm rest not, of the team. I'm not
0: he, I'm not at laughing all. i at that, I, but I that mean, is he, true. No, I, I'm I'm laughing just cuz it's funny to hear out loud, but you're absolutely right. He was 24. He was 24 and 11 last year with wins over Eric Barnett and Justin Cardani. He had two wins over Eric Barnett. He has a win over Michael Diagostino. Um, yes. Malik Heinzelman he beat last year. Like this dude is a top 25 guy in the country. He's just had a, a, a really rough go of it because of whats what's been on Joel. Um, I actually thought, because remember there was an FRL when we talked about, um, you wanted to know, because we talked about this, can someone go like 0-9 or 1-8 and 8 in the Big 10 and still qualify for nationals? And I actually thought that a candidate for that would be Justin Cardani. Because he was he was ranked like 21, 22 to start the season. And I think eight of his nine duels, he was wrestling someone ranked above him. Um, but he's actually two and five on the year and has, has beaten Barnett. <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> he's actually Brock two Huckins. and five.
1: Yeah, so yeah, both well, guys he I, beat were top 20 guys. So I mean, he could legit be 0-7 and, and be a, a 20th ranked guy or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So crazy. Um, and I, I mean like Luke Weiss just said, there's gonna be AAs this year that uh get into a tournament with losing records and maybe even finish oh, yeah. there if they were in the hole. No, they're likely gonna to finish with the,
1: a losing record.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be insane, but uh I think this tournament's gonna be a lot of fun because you're gonna get to see a lot of matches you haven't seen so far this season. There's probably gonna be a lot of upsets. Um Yes, bring it on! Bring on! Bring on the madness! Bring on the chaos! I'm here for it. Yes.
1: So uh, Cardani has his last match this weekend against Liam Cronin, who is you guys have him at seven. He's going to likely go into yeah. the conference tournament two and two and six. Aguilar is likely going go to the conference tournament one and four. Um, yeah, th- those guys are both national qualifiers, and man, that's just when the Big Ten can't wrestle anybody else. That's kind of how it turns out sometimes. Um, you know, so what I was talking to and some this is, of my college kids about is that you would have, you know, in the beginning, you would have a bunch of open tournaments where a big 10 right. starter is likely going to win 80 to 90% of their matches. And then you have some easier duels where a big 10 starter is likely going to win 60 to 70% of their matches. So by the time they get to the big 10 schedule, their wins are significantly more than their losses, unless they're just not very good.
0: Correct. Absolutely. Um, And those open tournaments were the places where, like, the Michigan State Open is a place that I know Ohio went to every year. And it was a chance for us to see Michigan and Michigan State and Ohio State and Purdue and Illinois. Like, there were all these Big Ten teams that went. So it was a chance for us to see those guys. Or when we went to the Scuffle or when we went to um, Midlands. So it, it really stinks that those schools were had their opportunity taken away to get those quality wins this is why it's important to look at who you've beaten or who you wrestled and not just a record you know yes absolutely so yeah
1: (laughs) it's gonna be so funny oh looking at a bracket you know this guy's one and seven. That guy's two and eight. Like, that, that's going to yeah. be on brackets. Like, that is going to be <laughs> historical because it's probably never, ever, ever going to happen again. And you, I you remember these
0: brackets. I remember last year during the bracket show, we were freaking out because uh, we're, we're watching live as the brackets get revealed. And <laughs> Cam Coy of Virginia was in the field and he was four and six. He, like didn't wrestle like hardly at all and then came back for accs and stole a spot and he was four and six and we were dying laughing we thought that was hilarious oh my god there's four and six wrestlers in the field and now this year there's gonna be like a four and six multiple four and six wrestlers at,
1: at every weight every single weight you yeah. good there you had a few glitches you in the matrix
0: I, internet internet's been weird here this morning internet's been weird. power's
1: going out again you're getting rolling
0: rolling blackouts we haven't been part of the rolling blackouts, so hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen during the show. Uh, for, for real, the first time, we've been up and rolling this whole time. Luckily, um, luckily,
1: somehow, some way,
0: somehow, some way. Uh, let, let, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, Cal Baptist, California Baptist, um, they've been making the transition to D one the past few years. Uh, They've been wrestling a mainly D1 schedule. The past few years have been at, like, CKLV and stuff like that. Um, they are going to be part of the Big 12 when they have their initial uh D1 season, the 2022-2023 season. So the Big 12 loses one California team in Fresno State and picks up another one. you got to love those conferences that run from Morgantown West Virginia all the way to California.
1: Well, so everyone – I was trying to do everyone on the West coast is either they're all big 12. Where else do they go? Well, yeah, or the, you I you still have you the Big 12, which is, yeah, much but diminished it's five. Five.
0: five, five, five teams now, which I think they if they lose, out. they might uh, keep stay woke on that. Um, stay woke, stay woke on that happening. I'm just saying, yeah, like, it, would uh, be for, it would be better for all the Big 12 has they have, so no they have six because remember they added Little Rock last year, um, and it made no, oh, remember yeah. it made no sense that they added Little Rock. Uh, Little Rock should be in the MAC but,
1: or SoCon or something, or Big Twelve.
0: SoCon would make a lot of sense, or the Big Twelve. That, that was the first one that came to mind. Was it should be in Big Twelve, um, but. So they'll lose Stanford next season. So then they go down to five. Remember, if they drop below four, they no longer earn allocations, and every single so bid they that they to get go. to the NCAA tournament will have to be an at-large. Um, so they would the have Big to go 12, in
1: with someone else, essentially.
0: Yeah, the, the 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 Big Twelve ran into that issue. Man, it was probably like five years ago. They technically had no automatic qualifiers they had because it was only the four legacy schools, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. And then they absorbed all those Western Wrestling Conference schools and have only gotten mm-hmm. bigger since then. Um,
1: um, so, hold on. So, yeah, I would just combine those. So how big is the Big 12 now with Cal beat Cal, them? Um, well, I guess they lose Fresno State, so it doesn't make them any bigger, huh? So
0: you lose Fresno State and then you add Cal Baptist, it'll be twelve. So it's twelve right now. You lose one eleven, and you go back up to twelve in a few years.
1: Got it. Hey, so Jason Bryant is in the chat. You know, he always uh has great great facts for us. He said the worst wild card of all time, and this is Jason Bryant's <laughs> opinion, not mine. And I don't remember this guy. This is my era, and I don't remember this guy, which is really rare because I freaking I looked at everything. Is Caleb Flores from Northern Iowa? He was 9 and 21 and somehow got a wild card in two NCAAs. Dang. Which I don't remember that.
0: Is this? You remember, uh, well, you're
1: too young. You wouldn't remember that.
0: I, no, I do not. But it looks like Caleb Flores is now the head coach at Vanguard University.
1: Where's it? What's that? I never heard of it.
0: I don't know. I don't know what Vanguard is. <laughs> I just searched his name on Twitter. And uh, found that he is the head wrestling coach of Vanga. It's in uh, Costa Mesa, California, it looks like.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so we got that's questions good the info there. From
0: yeah, let's get to let's get to some questions from friends. There's some good ones. Um, I put the door rankings in the in the doc, but there's honestly not much there. Uh, Penn State just kind of took over Michigan's spot there, at number two. We had them at number three before they kind of started the season, and other teams picked up big wins. But they, now that they get the best win of the season, they go to number two. But other than that, not much, not much changes. Um. Yep. Uh, Pat Feder. I like Did you forget? Okay. Go ahead with that. We'll one. go. We'll go to the one you like in a second. We'll go to the one you like in a second. <laughs> uh, you already know. I
1: didn't even tell you.
0: <laughs> no, I no, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying we'll go to whatever one you want to do. To oh, uh, but did Ben forget about Mackay scoring four back points in the NCAA finals against a two-time national champion? Also, he does agree with the Gable greater than Makai. But like I said, we'll address that in a few months, likely.
1: So that's that, listen, he's not saying anything. What I, I said, he's not, he doesn't score a bunch of points on top or something. Is that what he's trying to reference here? Well, no, I think,
0: um, I, no, I think he's saying that, uh, I, cause I said to you, you don't think Makai is like capable of scoring four points in a third period. And then you said he would have to score a bunch of takedowns to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, he scored the back points in, in the national finals because Vincenzo got a little greedy and, and probably a little, um, should have been a little more careful and got cradled. But to act like Makai Lewis is a top machine is that's totally denuous. Um, he's not Spencer Lee. He's not Zane Rutherford. He's not Logan Stieber. Um Man, he does not score a gigantic top on a regular basis. So, Pat, get lost.
0: <laughs> hey, he agrees with your second. He agrees with Gable over Makai. All right. What do you want? Which
1: one did you want to go well, to? I wanted to? I wanted to go to the Michigan and Missouri duel. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. And maybe we just run through it really fast. Um, but Let
0: me pull up the, a, a sheet at least okay. to keep our scores.
1: Um, but he also says that Michigan should get Stevon Michik. And I say, get lost. He does not get <laughs> Stevon Michik Because Stevon Michik has to wrestle at least one match before you can count him on your team so no you don't get him you got you got to go with ragazin and uh and medley
0: all right um okay so who is it who's at 125
1: Raguson connor brown
0: Raguson first brown okay who you got ben
1: uh i mean i would we'll just go higher rank guy so we don't have to debate too hard and uh Ragason's a higher rank guy so i think that's fair Yep.
0: Okay. 33
1: Ned. would be Schmidt versus Medley. Medley, I, I think you go Schmidt's higher ranked. You know, and both those, I think they're both competitive matches that could kind of go either way, but I think he's lean towards the higher ranked guy. Yep,
0: and then uh, 41 is Hart versus Drew Matten. 41's so possibly
1: Hart. bonus, because Hart's been scoring tons of bonus. I mean, way more than I would have anticipated <laughs> Nick, all the Nick Lee okay. didn't even bonus Drew Matten, though. Okay,
0: fair enough. No bonus.
1: Let's see what his rating. is. I mean, he was,
0: he was close, but Nick Lee bonus way more than Alan Hart. Yeah,
1: you're right. It's only 50% bonus. So he has two tech falls, a pin, and two
0: majors. So, yeah. Okay. Regular decision. Uh, okay. And then Mahler versus uh, Store. You go Mahler. You got to go Mahler yep way higher yeah no agreed and then 57 is Luan versus JQs
1: JQs. Ooh, that's a good one right there what do you guys have them ranked oh so you have them eight and ten that's that's a coin flip to me that could really go either way I mean JQs is ranked higher but I could definitely see
0: Luan beating him I would I would man I would lean I would lean JQs I I don't know I haven't I haven't loved what I've seen from Willow on this year. I know he's not an offensive dynamo, but um, really seems to be kind of struggling even more than usual. He had the tiebreaker match with Elijah Cleary on Friday night. Um, he did. I mean, he came out on top of it. He like he does a lot of these close matches, but then he didn't even sniff a takedown against Bergy. Yeah.
1: Uh, man. He damn. <laughs> we talk about records. He's four and five on the season. Brutal. Oh, so his wins are against Johnny. I can never say this guy's name, Molo Gusis, um, Nick Santos, Brett Lee Reyna, and Michael Doach. So he doesn't really even have um, a ranked win on the season. He's lost two. He lost to Garrett Model, Kanan, Saldate, Kendall Coleman, and Willow. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm looking up Elijah Cleary. I'm an idiot. I was about to say, I don't, I, I don't Iowa didn't yeah, wrestle Michigan.
0: Willow 4 and 1 on the year.
1: Four and one, uh, yes. I'm a moron. So yeah. he beat Canard, Cordillo, Ortiz, and Cleary. So actually, he hasn't wrestled a very tough schedule. When you look at it like that, no. Uh,
0: the right, only ranked win there is is Caneyard. That's number twenty-five. Um, yeah, I think JQ is. Man, at sixty-five. You have a mean versus uh, your boy. Tegan, this Poole. should be. This
1: should be fun. Uh, Amin's actually having a It'd really be a good fun year. match. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean.
0: I think you know Keegan who I'm gonna pick, go, but I'm man.
1: significantly biased, so uh, you could go whichever way you want, and and that's probably more fair because I'm so biased.
0: No, you're fine. I, I'd take Keegan, I, I would take Keegan in this match, okay. whether he's right run away with it or not. So far, uh, let's see what happens on the back end here, Mass uh, is 74. Win. Massa, who is he wrestling? That's
1: my that's my other guy. So, oh, uh, you know, I, I got to be. Mako, yeah. Mako. I mean, he, he's high. He's number we're, like 10 or 11, but.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we're at 15 6 Missouri right now, and we go. Uh, but their favorite is 84 also. Yeah, you can't win that. Although, uh, Bullock, I'll tell you what. Did you watch his match against Aaron Brooks? No, but
1: I heard everyone was really, like, uh, pleased with how he performed.
0: Yes. He, he wrestled great. He was close to a couple takedowns in the first. Then he went and got one in the third period to prevent the major. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, he was, a, he was a really late get for Michigan in the class. He was an Old Dominion commit, and then and I, I think actually signed, and, you know, but then once they dropped the program, was back on the market and uh was a really late ad by michigan and man it looks like it looks like he could be really good i was really impressed with jane bullock um but yeah kent kent's a favorite there 97 amin versus elam so that's 18-9 um and from missouri and then paris over elam again 12 is is what we have it
1: (laughs) but there's tons of good matches there i mean there was a a whole bunch of matches where there's really um there's not very many that are not competitive in that in that mix um you know where you say one guy's way better than the other one i I think the biggest lock from michigan would be at heavyweight with paris yeah and what's the biggest lock for missouri mauler maybe or 41 possibly
0: Yeah, I would say 41. Yeah. Yeah, with the way Hart's been wrestling. That's a fun duel. Yeah, that's a really fun duel because 25 and 33, I could see going either way. Fifty-seven's the same way. 65 is going to be a lot of fun. You saw Amin. He's not afraid to try some stuff, and obviously Keegan is awesome. Yeah. Um, I really like watching Bully wrestle. Yeah, that's a fun duel. All right. a lot of fun.
1: Okay, the other one oh, I really like. Let's go liked, to Jeremy. Uh,
0: okay, yeah, go this ahead, one. This is go a good ahead. one.
1: More likely, Iowa wins J- by 40 or they don't win. And I think I know the answer to this. I think it's more likely okay, they win go. by 40. For sure. I don't think they, I don't, man, their chances of losing at this point are Corona. If I could have a Corona status in here where I got my money back, if, they, if their guys got Corona, I would bet this for sure.
0: And, I mean, you look at the team tournament rankings right now, we have them winning by, like, 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 66 six like and that. a half. 66 and a half right now uh, over your new number two, Virginia Tech. Um, but that's, of course, because my Virginia, Virginia Tech Hokies, and... number two in the country. You might not be biased on that one, though. But you might be. <laughs> I'm not biased. All the reason is we didn't drop Makai and then Bolin took over number one when Amin went to ninety seven. So mm. uh, that's a, that's the reasoning. They might I mean, even if we did drop Makai, he's probably at number three. You probably go Marinelli one, Winsel two, and uh Marine- or uh Mackay three. So they lose a few yeah. points you lose chant points, so I mean they're still at number three probably. Uh but and that obviously this includes no bonus points for anybody uh in that either. So but no, I, I totally agree with you. It's the more likely scenario is they win by forty. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Uh, Craig Donor wants to know, Ben, how many D1AAs this year from the great state of Wisconsin?
1: You know what I actually wanted? I wanted to see a historical breakdown because I know we don't have a lot. um, But I was thinking this year is going to be better than in a long time. And not just because of the guys I coach. But, you know, like Stephen Buchanan, I didn't coach him. Um, I think he's got a great shot. I think that Mm -hmm. Barnett, I didn't coach him really at 25. I think he's got a really good shot. And then obviously, I think Keegan and Peyton both have good shots. Um, so, you know, I think Wisconsin's on the upswing. I think we could have three or four this year for sure.
0: I know that there's. Go, uh... go ahead. What's that? I
1: thought
0: oh, I, w- I was remember. just going to say, I know I have, this is so much fun doing this remote over there like this. So, apologies. I know. You, it, feels like, it feels delay. like you're delayed. Yeah, it sucks no there there definitely is it's, and it's it's worse when we're at home than in the studio and we apologize for it, but unfortunately with this freaking stupid weather we're having uh we're lucky we're even able to do this uh but I know there are there's d one oh um there's d one coaches what about your boy parker Kat Geisen.
1: parker i i I just picked a few Parker could definitely do it um you're right there's Kratigers had a really solid season I mean, he's definitely on the outside looking in but he's, he's in the rankings now he's season. in the
0: rankings now
1: you guys put him yeah oh yeah i was supposed to badger you about that on monday i let me see where you guys put he's him. in he's in 22 baby out, in. there we go nice yeah. um mason kaufman's another wisconsin guy that i didn't coach so um yeah wisconsin has quite a few guys in the rankings i would i would say likely significantly more than we have um in any other recent time, so yeah, let's go Wisconsin.
0: This is quite an, this is quite an improvement. I remember um, a few years ago I was giving you crap because I think West Virginia and Wisconsin had the same amount of AAs uh, with oh, one I, or national qualifiers, <laughs> maybe even. It wasn't. It was not a lot. Okay, yeah. So I, I remember giving you crap about that one time when 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 Jared aa I think they. I think there might have been. Uh, yeah, I think we might have had more national qualifiers, and then. I'd like the same number of all Americans. Yeah, um, that's in. funny. But I know there's a D1 mm-hmm. coach that thinks like Wisconsin is very underrated and becoming kind of a little hotbed. Yeah, well, I would say yes. I would say yes to that. <laughs> you yes you are everyone. a big reason for that. Uh do someone asked okay. us uh Jeff Kleinsmith he wanted to know who the biggest surprises were at the America and Captain's Cup. At America's Cup, well, I'm not sure I was really surprised by too much. Were you?
1: No, I don't feel. I feel like no, not at all. I don't feel like there's Anyone that kind of came out of I'll nowhere. T- I'll but tell the you what, though. Camp- oh, I know you're gonna say. I know you're gonna say. It. Go ahead and say it. Wisconsin bread.
0: Well, well, yes. I, we'll get to her in a second. But America's Cup. Maybe the only person that surprised me was um, was Pat Lugo. Like. uh I don't know. Even in these losses, he looks really good. Like he wrestled Yanni really tough. Um, Yanni, that went 8-2. Like that, that was, was like,
1: not all that competitive.
0: It wasn't like I don't know. He scored a couple of takedowns late, though. Like well, I don't know. I thought no, he went eight I, to two.
1: Wasn't that the final score?
0: I think I think he did, but I'm pretty sure a couple of the takedowns were pretty late in the match. I think they had some like really you know, good exchanges early, two, but.
1: Hold on, if Lugo only had two points, then how could he have scored more than one takedown?
0: I'm not saying Lugo scored more than one takedown. I'm saying Yanni scored the takedowns late to pull it Oh, you're
1: saying Yanni scored late. Okay, I got you. I yeah.
0: Got you. I got you. Yeah. Got it. Um, I don't know. Like, every match he wrestles, I'm just impressed with him. He, he had a really cool, uh, fun match with Nashawn Garrett. It was like 10-7. Yep. Um, I don't know. I just come away impressed with him every time I watch him, watch him wrestle. Yeah, it was five to two with a minute to go. Uh, three to two yeah. with one thirty to go. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I impressed with Lugo. but then yeah, in Captain's Cup, Macy killed. She the literally Macy the first it. match of the event. Yeah, there's another Wisconsin tie. Uh, Heard Keegan used to Melty go at it back
1: back when they were little tykes. Are you serious? oh they've re- they wrestled multiple times i think probably when they were like i don't know 10 or 11 or a long time ago
0: oh that's awesome who would win
1: yeah uh i think keegan won but they were all really competitive and don't, don't quote me on that that he won all of them i don't know that for sure that's kind of what i remember but not <laughs> you know it's been 10 years now or so yeah she's on fire that's awesome
0: yes yes she really is um Perfect three and zero weekend. Um, she teched Mallory Velti. She teched uh, XMP, who had the, has a win over uh, Ali Reagan. Um, she she looked amazing this weekend. Also, I know Space said it on on Twitter. He was res, he responded to uh, Jeff's tweet, uh, but uh, Reina's performance was was really good too. She go, she goes three and zero. Brenda Reina, sorry, three and zero. Yep. uh on the weekend and then Emily Shilson getting a win over Amy Fernside was really impressive as well as Faye pointed out um that was a lot that, so the, Paul, the you other thing watch wait, can, the we final? Macy
1: Kilty? can we go back to Macy Kilty yeah, for yeah. one second, Kyle the other thing about so, her I, you know I because I, I even feel like this and then when I think about it I, I I remember but it feels like she's kind of been around forever and I think it makes her feel older than she is but then I remember like her and Keegan are the same age so she's like a first year college or you know like she's definitely yeah. junior eligible still she's super young and so she's still making these gigantic leaps year over year um and you know I don't know why maybe it doesn't feel like that to you but to me it kind of feels like she's been around forever uh but and then I have to remind myself she's still so young and so she's going to keep making huge developments
0: no it, it definitely feels like She's been around forever, uh, but it's that's a good reminder because uh, I think just because she's been on the the national scene for so long, I'm gonna look at when she w- made her first world team here. It's been, it's been, it's been a while. 2016. Yeah, uh, she was she was cadet world bronze in 2016. So uh, she's just she's been on world teams like every year since then too. Uh, at some some level, mm-hmm. U23s, juniors. Um, and now she's starting to break into that senior level and getting a win over Mallory Velty, a dominant 11-0 win over Mallory Velti, who has a World Bronze Medal. Senior World Bronze Medal is crazy impressive.
1: Yes. Agreed, totally. So I, th- I think she was the ben, standout of the weekend.
0: Um, Cody Arnold put it in the chat, and isn't Jagger Ice the one that uh, we talked about on FRL not too long ago about the ref didn't bring him up? He <laughs> like left him on bottom oh, yes. forever
1: he is he is that's so funny and he had a huge weekend he upset nick uh nicolar rivera in the state finals um so he he became a two-time state champion how do you remember that that i brought that up against i, what's I don't what's that north Carolina i don't that's kid's just name. A,
0: I, it's just a unique name i think and it just stuck with me and then i'm scrolling through twitter this weekend and i see him get the winning takedown to be rivera i'm like yeah. dang that's that that's the kid uh is he one of yours?
1: Uh, yeah, he co- well he runs he goes out of our Green Bay facility with Coach Josh.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. So um <laughs> yeah, he, he did a great job. Oh uh, man, that's funny you brought that up. Man, I, I'm trying to remember that North Carolina kid's name. I don't recall right now. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep going.
0: It's someone good. Yeah, it's someone I good. didn't know Cody Cody Come Arnold on. was
1: a Wisconsin guy. Is he? He's a, oh, he's a Minnesota he's guy. A big Jager's Minnesota fan, Minnesota. so
0: maybe. There you go. Yeah, there you so go. That's my wife. There's your connection. Um, yep. Yeah. Five-time NCAA champ. That,
1: I know we've talked about this. Want, want to talk about it again? Yeah, by the way,
0: Kozak confirmed. Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, Kozak confirmed, by the way, that Macy's only 19. So, yeah, your daily 19th. vitamin wants to know, is there going to be a five-time NCAA champ? Um.
1: Makai was looking like the most Makai was looking like the most likely to do it. Um, and now that's, you know, especially if he's actually injured, it's going to be really tough. And then, you know, as far as the freshmen, um, you know, I think if you go most likely in order, um, I'm actually going to put pride Ferrari at the top of that list. Uh, because I think that weight class, well, that weight class is a little easier. Who, who would you put above him? (laughs) It's true. It's I, I mean, know. you look at like say Keegan. I think Keegan's really, really good. But then you look, he would have to go, have to go through Marinelli and McKay versus who Ferrari's gonna have to go through at ninety seven. And we're just yeah. all you know all we're talking about is likelihoods. We're not. Uh, I think he's probably the most likely freshman, which I, I don't think his likelihood is all that good. Soroki, I probably would have put up there last year, but now I'm not feeling nearly as confident in that call. Um, Who who else are you going to throw up there?
0: I don't know. Um, I did see – I meant to bring this up uh, earlier this week because I think it happened last week after FRL, but the Ivy League said they're going to let graduate students compete athletically, mm. and they usually don't do that. But I don't – I think it's only for one season, which I don't think would give Yanni the chance to win. He would have to transfer, I think, to win five. But um, he still can't win out. five because he can't wrestle this year, though. Well, what if this year counts as another Olympic?
1: But then he's – he would have to do – no, but there's still no way because this is the – you have to wrestle this year to get five because this year doesn't count. If you don't wrestle this year, every other year you compete in will count. So you have to be wrestling yeah, this, this year. So it can't be on way. So honest. wait,
0: he's won, he's, won, he's won two, and he would have –
1: Yes, two more years of eligibility. This was the year that was well, free. But, He's
0: not doing this year, so he can't. Yes,
1: so he can't. Dang it!
0: Yes, dang it, so dang it. Dang it Cornell! Dang it! Dang it! Seriously. Ivy leagues for caring more about freaking school than athletics. Get for your real. priorities straight
1: <laughs> and get back to me. So yeah, um, yeah <laughs> it's gonna be tough for anyone. Oh man, that's funny. Dang it!
0: Me getting years confused. Um, <clears throat> this Jared H- Hendrix kid, he keeps asking if him and his other kid can come visit JD at work. They must be JD's friends and I'm just, I'm just asking it. So he'll stop asking it. But I think uh, you can come visit. No one cares. Um, just talk to JD. Uh, yeah. and then. So
1: and listen guys, I don't mean, I don't want, I'm not gonna tell you the address or nothing, but the flow HQ. <laughs> I mean, if you get past the lady in the front. You probably just can wander around all day, <laughs> eat some snacks from the snack bar, act like you belong. And I don't think anyone's going to kick you out.
0: You could because like, I feel like we're constantly uh, hiring new people. So, and especially during like this time when a lot of people haven't been in the office, you could just say you're new and people would be like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, nice to meet you. Yeah, or for whatever. sure. Um, yeah, as, as long as you you don't, uh. Have a fever when you check in with the nurse at the front? Yeah, you're Gucci. Um, yeah. <laughs> for uh, Nick 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 Croninger, he, he had a good question for you, Ben. What is a good wrestling workout starter kit for kids who get snowed in, don't have access to a gym or mat? What pieces of equipment are good for a makeshift workout? Uh, for example, resistance band, jump rope, small padded mat like a yoga mat. So if kids are snowed in or maybe... Uh, quarantining you know, or whatever what's a good uh workout they can do at home then
1: well I, th- I think a t- 10 by 10 mat would be uh would be great obviously so you have something to kind of work out on um and if you don't have a partner right you don't have a partner you stand some motion the the one thing that i think you can get a lot of usage out of if you were talking about is it, like minimal equipment ke- kettlebell you could do so many freaking things with the kettlebell um oh mm-hmm. my goodness so uh that's like the thing I would have that's clutch I'd probably have two kettlebells one that's a little lighter and one that's a little heavier and you could get so much work out of that um so I'll go stance in motion and kettlebells because you're stuck at home in the, from the snow yeah good stuff
0: Oh push-ups what, what would do your to go-to do be push-ups, Kyle? push-ups? Just do some push-ups yeah do some push-ups get some crunches work work on do some app stuff Get the abs going. Mm. If you got uh, you go. If you got some kind of bar or something in your house strong enough to hold you, some pull-ups maybe.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: You got uh, one of those one of those grip things. Work on your grip. You know, the handle things you squeeze. hmm Get that. So I I love Johnny. the
1: kettlebells because they most of them have that fat handle, you know, so you got to, like, have a yeah. – especially if you're using a bigger one, you got to have, like, a decent grip, you know, if you're, like – snatches or swings, right? If you do enough swings, your grip starts really tiring out because of the, the weight there. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a big kettlebell fan.
0: Yeah, agreed. Um, Dylan Morrison, with some of the EIWA's top teams, top guys out, if they perform bad this year at NCAAs, will it hurt their allocations for next year when the Ivies come back? No. I don't. I don't think so because – next year should be back to normal and we should have full resumes and it should just go back to the normal criteria that we use to determine uh who earns allocations which is like your win percentage your coaches rank your uh quality wins all that all that good stuff so no it, it shouldn't impact it should not and yeah. hopefully we we just get it changed mm-hmm um, Doug Cordell is twenty twenty one hundred and thirty three NCAA still on anyone's mind. What a load of bracket. I wish we would have seen it. One C two Gross, three Tucker, four Phillippe, five RBY, six DeSanto. Uh is there any potential bracket this year with that much firepower? No.
1: That was a good point. I don't
0: think that there is really, either. Really yeah, I don't record. the past few years. You could years even go one thirty three. Way past five, Kyle oh yeah six. absolutely yeah i'm gonna go try to find our last from last year really quick because yeah you're absolutely right like i know Sammy alvarez comes to mind uh he he was right there with every single person he wrestled
1: yeah that was such a
0: good um idea. okay our final rankings going in to the NCAA tournament one sebastian vera two Seth Gross; three rby four DeSanto; five tucker six philippe seven pietrowski Eight Gonzer, nine Alvarez, 10 Sakura, 11 Montori Bridges, 12 Ridge Love, it, 13 Moser Schwartz, Taylor Lamont's number 15. Like that bracket it was, was deep. incredibly deep. Yeah, it's very deep. Jimmy Hernandez, yeah, I mean, Montori all the way down Bridges
1: returning All American at number 12 is insane.
0: Yeah, yep, absolutely. Okay. What else? Do you see anything else you want to uh, you want to answer? Um, but Matt Smith asked if there had ever been a major decision in an overtime match because Soraki was a takedown away oh, yeah. from majoring Massa so after going into the period, uh, the tiebreakers one I mean, one. It's possible, <laughs> but I
1: don't. I can't recall a time when it's ever happened. So I, I'm gonna say I don't think so.
0: Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that it's ever happened either. Um, yeah. Choli Van Dyne, he wants to know if uh, Caleb Romero has a loss to Kimmer and sits out his matchups with Soroki and Massa, will he really get the three seed at Big Tens?
1: Definitely possible.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely possible. Um, I don't know. This has been a big thing that I know Nomad really harped on. It's like we should – like if guys are hurt, it it kind of is what it is, you know. Like it's not punishing punishing them, but if guys also wrestle all their league matches, they should be rewarded. Um Yeah, and I see I, both. I, I see both sides there, and I lean towards rewarding the guys. So that are hard. On the it's street. so hard this year, though, Kyle. I know. I know.
1: It is, it is different than any other year. It's crazy.
0: I know. Um
1: it's depressing
0: and then it's really depressing and you can't even like you can't even like get mad at guys not wrestling because you don't like they could be contact no trace, and you don't know like yeah because the schools obviously aren't going to put up kids medical information unless or the kid puts it out himself but it's yes. it's really frustrating and you, yeah just hope that this is all over soon uh Vincent West asked us to predict the folks out in C Champions. I'd like to wait till CP is back to do that. We but I think that we should do that. I think that we should put our picks, our our final picks on ice before conference weekend.
1: Before conferences?
0: I think before I, so conferences like, start.
1: But then we're gonna do it again. Like a week later, right? That's true. We'll get the brackets. So I kind of feel, <laughs> feel like yes, if you can predict them before conferences, your your better at this but then at the same time i kind of feel stupid because yeah we're gonna do it again like in a couple weeks you know what i'm saying
0: what if we did yeah and we'll have a bracket in front of us and everything what if we did like who we're leaning towards at that moment or like who we think the favorite Uh, is
1: what yeah i mean we could do it and then we're gonna redo it in like two weeks yeah
0: well, you just talk about. I don't. Maybe we. Maybe we do. Like, who are the title contenders at each weight? Because you know, there's certain weights where there's only a certain amount of guys that can win, really. Um, yeah. So maybe we try to narrow yeah. that down or do something. Do something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people are asking in Facebook chat if we have any information information on tickets for Olympic trials. I'm sorry, we do not. We are not in the know when it comes to that, or have any say in that. So I'm sorry. I saw. Miles Martin's dad all fired up because uh, he's just trying to get tickets to watch his son wrestle. And uh, unfortunately, we don't, yeah. we don't have an answer for you. Um, someone asked yesterday, I'm sorry I don't have the name in front of me, but I just kind of wanted to talk about it. Because um, it, Kerry Cole he's had a nice season at Navy so far. They beat Army in his first year. Um, if he, They asked why he's underrated and why more people don't talk about him. I don't think Carey Collette's underrated. Do you? What?
1: No, people think so highly of him. That's a that's a dumb question. Next, <laughs> no one thinks <laughs> he's no one of the most
0: think highly of Carey Collette. I don't. I don't know. Maybe just because there hasn't been a ton of like Navy coverage this year, but I don't. We didn't. We didn't have them live any, um, and they they just didn't hit a lot of big name schools this year because of everything going on. They didn't get to hit Cornell. They didn't get to hit Princeton. They usually have some good non-conference stuff that they weren't able to do. Um, so I think that had a lot to do with it. But everyone, I don't think anyone in the sport can think more highly of Kerry than wrestling than wrestling fans do. And I, he's doing yeah. an awesome job at Navy already. And you look at, like, we talked about it in the off-season, how well they're already recruiting there with multiple top 100 guys in the class of 2021 and 2022 already committed. So yeah. uh, he's going to get that thing rolling there, Navy. He's doing great. All right. You got anything else? Anything else, Ben?
1: Kyle, the, the sun's coming. The snow will melt. You guys in Texas, you will be fine. <laughs> I will see you tomorrow. Hopefully, you do not have rolling blackout. And then, Piles, get back to work, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you uh, tomorrow. We'll be back as long as uh, these power grids in Texas hold up. You guys stay warm, safe, wherever you are.